think this is a, a big game for the Cowboys. I think Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they're going to have a good game. Don't get me wrong. They have a good offense still. Maybe we'll see if DeAndre Swift can get back in action. He's kind of been a little rusty the last couple weeks. And potentially Dallas Goddard will be available too. That's a name to look out for. That's a big return for the, the Eagles if they get that tight end back. But you know what? Jake Ferguson's balling. Tony Pollard's playing a little better. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Cooks has gotten available or uh, more involved. And CD Lamb is playing great, inspired football. Give me the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? 34-27, get first place in the NFC East. With Mark Davis, Chris Kamihart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Welcome to All About the Balls Podcast. I'm Mark Davis with Chris Kamihart, with Luke Rule. We're in the sack house. We're ready to talk some NFL since we changed it up yesterday. We did a little college football first just because of the importance of the college football playoffs. But Chris, how you doing? The New Orleans Saints looks like Jameis Winston's going to get that start over the Carolina Panthers. How you feeling? Yeah, it's going to be an inter- interesting game. Jameis is going to throw 400 yards, four interceptions. Two of those might and be four, pick sixes. And, and we'll probably touchdowns. still win. Yeah, <laughs> and four touchdowns. And we'll probably still win by three points. But you know what? He's going to eat the dub. He will eat that dub. I can't wait to that uh, pregame speech. Hopefully they, they show that on uh, TV. You'd like to see that. He's going to get the boys fired up. <laughs> oh, yes. He he, he's good up. at it. He's good at getting fire people up, yeah. getting himself fired up. He's he's a pro at that. He's a pro's pro. Luke. Ravens coming off a of bye week, facing the Rams. You know how you doing? You guys are number two right now in the AFC. Yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, I feel good. I think the the Ravens won the bye this week. Uh, Steelers lost. Uh, Browns lost. Bengals beat the Jags. So Ravens stay number two. So I mean, looks looks pretty good for us. I mean, Miami just they ended up winning, so they jumped us from the number one spot. But other than that, Kansas City lost. So I mean, good good week for the AFC for the Ravens. Ravens still control their own destiny. They have to play the Dolphins yes, this do. year. Um, so tough, tough, tough leg of the of the season's coming up for us with our easiest game is gonna be the Rams. Even if you lose the game, as long as you beat the Dolphins, you have the tiebreaker over them. With Jacksonville situation, we expect them to probably lose a game or two. So yep. it's all on you guys, unless the Chiefs get hot and they run the table. So we'll, we'll keep on them, but we'll see. The Falcons, they're they're playing the old uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we have two MC South oh. matchups. This Cal- time it's in Atlanta. Falcons, Falcons coming off a huge win. Oh, huge yeah, huge win, 13-8. Win. It would have been the worst game of the week, but like I said last night, the Chargers and the Patriots somehow played this week, and it uh, went 6-0. It was the worst game of the season. So, you know, the Falcons didn't have to sit there and get shit on by everyone because the Chargers and Patriots were on at the same exact time. People just hey, ignored I, that kind of. I, I think we have another 6-0 game brewing this week. Not Falcons, Bucks. We, uh, Thursday night. Oh, that that That's one might be yes. <laughs> I think it's a, a Pittsburgh's a six point favorite too. I might, <laughs> I, think it's I might, I might tell Paige it's a date night on Thursday. <laughs> I, I have She's no interest in watching this game. Watch. Oh, Zero okay. interest in watching this game. I was, I was Zappy and Trubisky dueling it out. Yeah, no, I think we might might <laughs> buy a movie on Amazon Prime. You know, <laughs> get a babysitter that night, Chris. Just, just take her out to dinner or something. Take yeah. her to a movie uh, or. Walk downtown Austin or some shit. Just take her out, dude. Just fucking get her out of the house. <laughs> She's like, what's the occasion? Oh, uh, the Patriots and Steelers are on. Yeah, exactly. just, We're going out. But, hey, boys, let's let's get into it. You know, we're going to break some games some games down. We're going to kind of recap what kind of happened last week, too, just because we 
didn't really recap uh, at all. So let's just go over the, the records real quick. You know, Luke back on top again. You went ten and three, so that oh, puts yeah. you at one twenty eight and sixty five for the year. You went six and six and one against the spread. So now you're one hundred one ninety and two. Still pretty good. You're still winning record. Yeah. Myself, I went nine and five straight up and seven five and one. So I'm I'm still six behind you. I'm one twenty two and seventy one, and I'm one hundred eighty nine and four against the spread. Doc had a good week. He was tied with you ten and three. He's 126 and 67, 8, 4, and 1 against the spread. 103, 8, 6, 4. Chris, 8 and 5 straight up. Hell and a yeah, brother. An amazing, <laughs> astonishing 3, 9, and 1 against the spread. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Chris is falling again. That's a little surge. And now he's yeah. falling back off. You're 118 and 75 straight up, and you are a, a, a whopping 85, 104, and 4 against the spread. So. <laughs> Fuck you were coming up, but you fell off that ladder. You must have hit the wrong the wrong way and just kind of fell back. It's okay. It's okay. Past couple weeks have been rough, you know. But you being bad, this helps the listeners kind of gauge. Do not listen to you. So you're saving oh, them money. It. You're helping them gain money. Yeah. Except for the three games that I'm right and they bet against me. Fuck's that. <laughs> well, let's see. Well, well let's let's okay. Well, hopefully, they're, hopefully they're not betting the games you're doing anyway. So the, the games you got right was Dallas and Seattle. Okay, that's good. Then you got the Fair. Lions and Saints, correct? That's pretty good. Fair and then you got yeah. the Dolphins Commander. So you got one at the Dolphins <laughs> Commander. That was pretty much a yeah, easy, that was an easy one. <laughs> but Saints Lions, that you know, that was a good one there. I mean, they almost covered the spread. The Saints did, and then the Cowboys Seahawks. You actually had it. You had the Seahawks cover the spread. So that that that's a bold that's a bold move right there. You had them under hell yeah, so. brother. You see bold moves. That's what I'm. That's what I do. <laughs> But hey, let's dive into it. Luke already hit, hit the ha- or the nail with the hammer, hit the head. I always fuck that saying up. Anyways, the Pittsburgh Steelers—they're coming off a disappointing loss to the Arizona Cardinals at home. But maybe they could avenge that loss this week. They are six-point favorites against the New England Patriots. Don't know if Zip It Zappy is starting or if Mac Jones. It looks like Mitch Trubisky is the guy. As Kenny Pickett got hurt with an ankle injury, so kicks off Luke. Yeah, I mean uh, this is gonna be. Uh, I have a look at the rest of the games. This is probably potentially the most boring game of the week, and we have a fire week of QB matchups. And we're going to start off strong with a maybe Zappy, maybe Malik Cunningham. Hopefully at least test out Malik one of these weeks. And Mitch Trubisky with the Steelers. Uh, they got Steelers as a six-point favorite right now. And it's vi- this very well could be a 6 nothing game again. But I'm, I'm going to put a little respect on it. Uh, I'm going to give Steelers at least a touchdown. So I'm going to go 13-6 Steelers. God, Luke, we are about oh, spot yeah. on, Luke. I agree <laughs> with you. I, ex- I expect the Steelers to maybe get a touchdown. I'm not saying it's offense or defense. I don't. It could be special teams. So, They're getting a touchdown. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere it's coming. We'll see what Trubisky can do. He uh he made a couple good throws last week, but you know he got thrown into the spot, so this time he's got a short week to kind of get ready. Against a stingy Patriots defense, like I said, they've allowed under 10 points the last three weeks and are 0-3. So we know the Patriots defense is good. We know the Steelers defense is good, and both offenses are shit. Luke, I'm just going to go a little higher than you. I'm going 13-9. Patriots, cover the spread. Give me the Steelers, though, by four. It's on you now, Chris. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I have I have Steelers seventeen, um, Patriots seven. Yeah, I think I think Patriots. I, it's gonna be a shit show. I think the Steelers have a little bit better team, better run game than the Steelers do or the Patriots do. 
I mean, it's going to be a shit fest, but it's definitely going to be the <laughs> under the 31 points. Yeah. yeah, I have I have 22 points. Luke's got uh, 19, and you have 24. So <laughs> that's going to be probably the yeah. score of just one team by themselves. A lot of these teams are probably going to get 24 points by themselves. So, yeah, I would I would hammer the under and hammer <laughs> the Steelers minus six. Can't wait. Can't wait for Amazon Prime. Good job on you, Jeff Bezos. Way to get another fucking great game for the calendar year. Uh, whew, it's bad, but let's move on to a NFC South rematch. The I forgot which week it was, but the Falcons are two and a half point favorites at home against the Bucks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Falcons did win earlier this year. Luke, 16-13 in a thrilling game out there in Raymond James Stadium. Who you got? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've told you I'm hammering the Bucs until they get those nine wins. So I'm still riding the Bucs. I think their offense is better right now than the Falcons' offense. Falcons' offense has struggled a lot against the Jets last week. I mean, you know, Ritter still, I can't put an interception, a couple interceptions, something like that. Uh, so I'm going Bucks. 28-24. It's a pretty good scoring game there, actually, Luke. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, you know, division division matchup. You know, it's going to be a little little competitive. It's in, it's in Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium, so I think the Falcons are going to they're going to try to play, but I think just the Buccaneers' offense is better right now than the Falcons' offense is at this moment. Well, Luke, I um, I'm going to go opposite of you, obviously. You know, the Falcons... I, I they're six and six. I mean, I don't know. I might have had Tampa Bay on earlier this year against the Falcons when they're at home, but I, I am going to ride the Falcons with this one. I I think that we are the better team. I get it. The Bucks' offense is probably a little better on paper, but our defense is pretty good. We have not allowed a touchdown in a couple weeks since the Cardinals game in the third quarter on a one yard run by their backup nice. quarterback. So, yeah, our, our defense nice. hasn't been really tested lately. Um, and I get the Bucks that they, they usually play the Falcons pretty tough. I expect Mike Evans, and I think Godwin's going to get a little more involved. I know the last couple of weeks he's been kind of quiet. Rashad Evans, uh, still not a or Rashad White. I'm sorry, still not a huge fan of him. But hey, he's playing good football. I'll give him that. He he's a man on a mission right now. But I think right now we're getting Bijan a lot of touches. As I said Ritter's going to get Drake London involved, and it's good to see Pitts getting some targets too. And I just think that right now we're the better team. I think we get to seven and six. I'm going to go Falcons twenty three to seventeen. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's gonna be a close game. I mean, the first game Desmond Ritter had what like two or three fumbles. So I mean I I, I project fumbles, Desmond yeah. Ritter. Yeah, I project Desmond Ritter <laughs> to have another rough game. I think Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans, I mean a thousand yards again. The man's fucking crazy. Um I'm pretty sure Future Hall of what, Famer, by the way. Definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure AJ Terrell's in a concussion protocol. We'll see if he'll be able to play. And then I think Grady Jarrett's questionable, right? So I mean, Jarrett, the Fal- well, Jarrett towards ACL. He yeah, he was out oh, weeks ago. So he's, he's, out. Been out. he's out. He's been he, out. He's out. Yeah, yeah. He, might, he might be. He might be doubtful. <laughs> he might be doubtful. <laughs> um, so I mean, definitely AJ Terrell. If he can't come back for this game, it'll be big because I mean, Mike Evans and Godwin. So I, I have Bucks winning twenty seventeen. I think to me a close game again. All right. Once again, hopefully Doc nice. picks the the Bucks so that I'm the only one the Falcons. Usually that's good signs for me and picks somehow when I'm the, the lone Falcons. But moving on, like I said, Luke, before the show, we have 12 backup quarterbacks that are in from the courts that start the season. And this is a backup matchup right here. I know Minshew's been in for a while, but Gardner Minshew, one-point favorites on the road to the jungle 
against Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals coming off a good win against the Jaguars this Monday night. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, great, great win for the Bengals. I was, I was actually one of the Bengals to win this game just to knock the Jags off a little bit uh, prior to the game starting. Then I saw T-Law go down, so they're probably going to lose a couple more games now. But, uh, yeah, Drake Drake Ryan played an outstanding game. I mean, he had more passing yards in one game than Joe Burrow's had in any single game this season. Uh, Jake Brown also had two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing. Yeah, he's still just a little nervous in the pocket a little bit at times, but I think he played pretty well. I mean, system quarterback, you know, Bengals offense system works. Dunk it off, dime and dunk it off to fucking uh, Jamar Chase, and it's pretty much an easy answer. But I think the uh, Minshew is a little more feisty, and the Colts offense is a little better right now than Bengals. Colts defense is not super great, but uh, Colts keep winning games somehow. So I'm going to go Colts in a close one, 24-21. Yeah, like like you said, Luke, I like what I'm seeing from Minshew. He, he's playing good football right now. You know, Maybe he's playing for a potential starting spot next year. We'll see if any team wants to give him a chance. He's playing good with this Colts team since Anthony Richardson's gone down. I know he's had a couple bad games, shaky games, but you know he's a backup. And but he's here. He's getting Michael Pittman involved. Downs is involved. Alec Pierce is involved. I know there's no JT still, but Zach Moss is not a bad running back. I said that last week, and I think he's still a serviceable running back if JT's not going to be there for a few more weeks. And like you said, this defense is good. And I'm going to give all the flowers to Jake Browning. Like like you said. He, yep, more passing yards in his second game as a starter, more than Joe Burrow did in any of his games by a few, and I'm going to give that to him. He, it's good. Get to get Jacksonville in Duval County. He got his best receiver, Jamar Chase, involved. T. Higgins was getting his feet back under him, and Joe Mixon is balling. Joe Mixon is a freak, and I need him to keep doing it for fantasy purposes. This week, I hope he does good for you, Chris, so that I get the win, but I do like what I'm seeing from the Colts. Like I said, I expect them to win this game 27-20, get to, I believe, 8-5 and five for the year, and then make that case maybe fight for the the uh, division because with the Jaguars situation, they're only one game back. So give me the Colts 27-20. Yeah, I think the defense and the special teams for the Colts have been stepping up, definitely getting the offense in more successful positions to score touchdowns. I think, I mean, they've – they figured out what their offensive identity is. I mean, the running game with passing, deep passing. So Gardner Minshew, we've already hit on. I think it's going to be 23-17 Colts. I just don't think the Bengals are going to have it enough in to etch this one out. T-Law ain't going to fall down and let them win this one. Wait, what? T-Law? Yeah, when Trevor Lawrence went down. Oh, okay. Probably the whole reason why the Jags lost. Uh, well, the the Brown the Bengals were in that game even with Trevor Lawrence. Well, yeah, uh, but, being but there, that yeah. that overtime drive if Trevor Lawrence was in. Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been it a little bit different. different. Possibly would have been different. Yeah, we, I mean it would have been great to see. But Bengals sucks. A shout out to them. Uh, big win for them. And that was the first Bengals win. You said Luke what on the road and how long Monday night? Since uh, nineteen ninety. Whew. 32, 33 wow. years. That's that's a long time. So <laughs> good for the Bengals. Uh, moving on, though, another potential backup bowl or backup game. We know that Joe or Trevor Lawrence has got a high ankle sprain. We saw Patrick Mahomes have a similar injury against the, the Jaguars in the playoffs, and he played the following week, obviously, in the AFC Championship. It's not the playoffs, so maybe they rest them. 
Uh, he also had a similar situation last year, Trevor Lawrence did, but the Jaguars are traveling to the dog pound to face the real Joe of the NFL, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, who are three-point favorites. So Browns three-point favorites on at home, Luke. Yeah, and especially I doubt uh, Trevor Lawrence plays this game just because it's not the playoffs. It's not like win or go home at this point for the Jags. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to play against the Browns defense anyways. Miles Garrett's going to eat up that fucking backup quarterback from the, the Jags. Fortunately, the Browns, I have them winning. Uh, Joe Flacco looked pretty good in his first game. I mean, not not great stats, but they made him throw the ball 44 times too. So coming off the bench and throwing 44 times, like you're, you're in a bad spot at, to begin with. But two, over 250 passing yards, two touchdowns, not a, not a bad first game. I nice think he's a little quarter, bit there. Nice fourth quarter interception too to seal the game. Yeah. Yeah, that this it happens. But he's only been on the team, what, eight days at that point? Or like ten days after coming off the couch. It's not like it's not Josh Dobbs things where Dobbs had a training camp and started every game. You know, Chris, he so. ain't Baker Mayfield and Josh Dobbs, okay? He's just an MVP, thought, Super Bowl MVP, Joe yeah, Flacco. Exactly. Okay? He's Mr. Elite. Don't don't say he's Mr. Elite if he can't come off the couch and dot people up. I think he's going to dot up the uh, Jaguars defense this week. I think Browns win uh, 28-17. Yeah, like you said, Luke, I don't expect Trevor Lawrence to play. If it was the playoffs, I think he's going to try his best to get out there and do what he can like Mahomes did. But with you, with them having a big Sunday night game next week against the Ravens in week 15, I think he's going to uh, kind of hit the reset button here and just kind of get fresh for that game. I think he might only miss one. He might miss next week, but – like I said, I don't think they do if he loses this week just because the importance of having this division, like I said, with the Texans and the Jag or the Colts climbing behind them. But like you said, Luke, this Browns defense is filthy. Miles Garrett with one arm last week was out there, and he was – I mean, I get it. They didn't win, but he was causing chaos for Matt Stafford. He was in the backfield a lot. And I liked what I saw from Joe Flacco for most of the game. I get it. He kind of cooled off in the second half. But I think now with a little bit of kind of knocking the rust off his, uh, his game – some a little familiar, familiar, familiar to you with the Browns. Don't think Amari Cooper's playing though. He was hurt pretty bad, so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do if Cooper's yeah, not Cooper there. Had a, he had a bunch of drops too. Flacco's hitting him in the chest. So. Should hit him in the hands. That maybe he'll catch it. You got stop hitting him in the chest. All right. Flacco throws the ball too hard at him. <laughs> Throwing lasers. Josh Allen. Josh Allen arm right there. <laughs> I know, right? But no, I got the Browns twenty four twenty. I think it's gonna be a closer game. I think C.J. Beathard can keep it reasonable but i am gonna go the said the browns 24 20 and a must-win game for them too to keep that wild card uh hunt alive yeah i mean Beathard didn't play bad coming off the bench cold but i mean that was going up against a weak cincinnati secondary i think he's going to improve a little bit having that whole week of practice taking first round snaps i doubt trevor lawrence plays this week like we've already hit on joe flacco played well enough i think that Browns defense, though, at home is going to eat up this Jaguars offense. I have Browns 21, Jags 13. Just a shame, though. It would have been cool to see the Jags. If they would have won last week, kept it a three-way tie up top. It's just unfortunate these QBs keep getting hurt. And, right? and we'll talk well, – if we have enough time, we'll talk about what I saw on the uh, – I forgot what show it was. But uh, moving on. Houston Texans traveling to MetLife Stadium. C.J. Stroud's first game out there as a pro in MetLife Stadium to face the 4-8 Jets. The Texans are five-and-a-half-point favorites on 
the road. Yeah, I mean, this not a super exciting game here. I think the uh, Texans run away with this game pretty easily. I mean, the Texans defense is playing well enough. I mean, it sucks the Texans lost Tank Dell in offense. Their uh, rookie wide receiver have having a great year, but he's done for the season now, it looks like. Uh, CJ Stroud's biggest worry is going to be uh, playing on that field, make sure he stretches out real good. A uh, couple of Achilles popped on that field already this season, so – but I'm going Texans 28-13. Uh, like you said, Luke, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully he can sustain, keep his injury. Uh, hopefully the injury doesn't happen on, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. So I, I think the defense is going to give the rookie just kind of maybe a little bit of fits. Just It's still a good defense. I, I get it. Uh, the, the Jets only get 13 against the Falcons. I get it. They gave a lot against the Dolphins kind of. Not they could do there. Uh, the Dolphins are just high, high flying on Black Friday. But I think that the Jets will have a little bit more offense than they did last week against the Falcons. Not much more offense, but just a little bit. I think it's going to be twenty to thirteen uh, Texans. Like I said, I just think that the rookie is going to struggle a little bit with this defense they got going on with Robert Sala leading the way. And if the Jets win, maybe we'll see Aaron Rodgers coming up. Uh, I think that they keep losing. I don't think he plays. So they're four and eight right now. This is a must win for them to keep their season alive. The Texans, like I said, with the Jaguar situation, this is a, a must-win game. They want to win this division. So give me the Texans by seven. Yeah. I don't think any QB has been announced yet either for the Jets. They released Boyle. And yeah, they yeah, sound some so. other guy. But is Zach Wilson going to play or not? They're going to try to throw Zach Wilson back in there. Hey, go out hey, there. He said no. <laughs> he said no. Go, go back out there. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this Jets defense is going to keep this rookie in check. I mean, C.J. Stroud lost his – favorite receiver tank Dell for the season. So, I mean, unlike y'all I have this being a really close game, I have it 17, 13 with jets covering. Hey, 20 to 13 is close. It's a, it's a touchdown game. It's not the spread close, but yeah, Luke, Luke's got a Luke's Luke's got a two score, two score games. So, I mean, I, I, do it. I jets defense is just, especially that secondary. Uh, and I like think the said, jets defense might be, Probably a little tired playing this game because they're going to be playing a lot. They've been playing a lot all year. Hopefully, it's going to suck. Like all. you said, bro- broken fibula for Tank Dell, so he's out for the year. Unfortunate, yeah, that but sucks. It is, yeah. Sucks on, a, on a player, he was blocking too. Good block and got rolled up under. So sucks to he see. Hopefully, the, back. He should drink There's the mushrooms that uh, fucking Aaron Rodgers drank. He'll be back by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, right for the Super Bowl. If they make the Super Bowl, yeah, he'd be ready. But let's move on to the Los Angeles Rams coming off a good win against the Cleveland Browns, heading to MTT Bank Stadium to face the fresh Baltimore Ravens. They're coming off a bye week. They are nine and three. Luke, who you got? Yeah, I got the Ravens. No surprise here. I think I mean, it's always tough for those West Coast teams to travel to the East Coast for an early kickoff. Uh, they have the Ravens as seven point favorites. I think it might be a little bit closer than that. Uh, especially Stafford playing like that. That offense is pretty good, but Ravens have one of the top defenses still in the NFL, and I think they're able to contain Stafford a little bit. I think he's going to be forced to make a couple mistakes. Throw, throw some picks. Uh, Stafford gets a little wild with the ball under pressure, and I think the Ravens' offense is uh, going to just kind of roll through their defense as long as we can lock down Aaron Donald. So I'm going to go Ravens. Uh, 31, 
2024. Yeah, 2024. Make it a little closer. 2824. Got it. Yeah, I got that. No, I'm excited to see this game. I, I think this is going to be like a, like a close game, like you said, Luke. I think the Rams can maybe keep it interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if the Ravens can stop Kyron Williams. Um, he's kind of been used pretty good with the Rams since he got back from his injury his two games. So if they can stop Kyron Williams and you force Stafford to throw the ball with Nakua and Cup out there, and they can focus on that, it will be a lot easier for this Ravens defense, which is one of the best defenses in football. They're one of the most sacked teams in the NFL when it comes to getting the quarterback. And the offense, now you know, having week off, now they can see what kind of game plan they're going to have without Mark Andrews. I know they had a week without him before the bye week, but now they can kind of install this new offense, kind of see what's going to be different about it. If maybe these tight ends get involved like Andrews, or if he trusts Zay Flowers and Odell, who's been getting pretty warmed up, in my opinion. Yeah. Also, Harbaugh said we're not going after Zach Ertz. They said they looked at it, but they're not going to make a move. He likes the tight ends we have in the building still. So it's going to be uh, Isaiah Likely. Getting the ball. Hopefully he can and step up. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see. Or tight end right there. He had a couple good games. Yeah, he said a couple good games. No, I, was, no, no, I know. He, no, I, yeah, no, I he's, he's a great backup. Yeah, he's good. So he could probably start on another team. He might. He might. <laughs> After free the season, teams, he might get signed somewhere else. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see the offense. Like I said, Odell's been getting involved. Zay Flowers, he still has his role in – the run game is the run game. They're one of the best run games in the NFL. And I expect this offense just to do a little bit more than Matthew Stafford. I do expect Kyron Williams, though, to get me a touchdown or two for fans' purposes. But give me the Ravens 27-21. to 21. Yeah, I mean, the Rams have been looking good. Three-game winning streak right now. Puka Nakua, like you said, Mark, I mean, he's dealing with an AC sprain, so we'll see how healthy he is during this game. I think this is going to be a big game for Odell Beckham, a little revenge game going against the Rams. So I think he's going to have a big game. I have Ravens 27-17. I think that defense nice. shuts Matthew Stafford down. Okay. Well, moving on to an NFC North battle. I, I, just, I just hope we don't try to force Odell the ball. Oh, he's going to want the ball. I know he's going to want it. I hope we don't force it to him. It's okay to force it to him once we were up fucking 35, nothing on a team, but it, to get him a touchdown on his birthday. But it's not forced to him like, if, this, if we're in the game. He's going to be like we'll triple covered and thrown. He's going to be triple covered, throwing his arm up. No. Yes. Throw it this way. Throw it this way. No, he'll, be, he'll be at the, the line of scrimmage throwing his hand up already. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to an NFC North battle. That's Motor City, Dan Campbell, and the Detroit Lions, led by Jared Goff and their electric offense, traveling to Chicago to face the Bears, who are coming off a bye week. The Lions did beat them in Detroit early in the year, 31-26, Luke. Yeah, uh, I think the Lions beat them again. I think they keep it kind of close. I mean, you kind of saw how the Lions played against the Saints. They got up pretty big, and they let the Saints back in the game. They went to, like, keep the foot down on the gas, and they let them back in it. I think the Bears. I think they're still trying to. I think the team's trying to. The players are trying to win still, uh, but the Lions are too much on offense for the Bears to keep up with. Justin Fields going to make some mistakes as usual, um, so I'm going to go Lions twenty four twenty. Like you, Luke, I, I think the game's going to be pretty close. I mean, they kept it within five points in Detroit last time they played each other, and I think that the Chicago Bears, since I got Montez Sweat out of the Commanders, this defense has been pretty 
pretty good. I'm not saying say it's great. It's amazing. It's lighting up the league, but they are playing a lot better with him. They're causing pressure to the quarterback. And I know the saints, they kept it or they came back. I, I hate to say it. I think the, the saints offense is not as good as the bears. I think Justin Fields is playing better ball than Derek Carr. I think DJ Moore's playing good football compared to Chris Olave. We knew Michael Thomas was there. Cole Komet's been playing really good this year. I think they keep it close, and I do sniff an upset. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not picking the Bears, but I'm not. I would not be shocked if Detroit goes into Chicago, you know, Windy City, and they lose this game. I can I can see it happening. Doc be pissed because he wants to lose games, <laughs> but Chicago played them tough. Like I said, Detroit. But like you said, Luke, I expect Jared Goff to make more plays in the fields this week. Get Amon St. Brown the ball. Get the Iowa farm boy Sam Laporta the ball, and get Gibbs and Montgomery going. I have the Lions 31 to 27 winning by four points. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole Bears team has improved tremendously. I mean, Justin Fields looks, when he came back from his injuries, looks like he's controlled the offense, the defense alone. I mean, that defensive line, like you said, Mark, has improved, got pressure. And that's only improved the secondary for the Bears. I have the Bears 27, Colts 23. I mean, the Saints figured, Saints figured out a way to shut down Jared Goff after fucking three touchdowns in the first seven minutes. Bears 27, Lions 23. Okay. Upset of the week right here. That's like I said, I'm I'm sniffing it. Like it's not I'm not I'm not gonna like question it. I think it's a good I think yeah. it's a good upset to pick. I have an upset cu- the, the, the Lions, up, they, but... Lions will lose to bad teams too. It's kind of their thing. Yeah. Can't really say the Packers are a bad team right now. They're they're rolling. So well, yeah Jordan Jordan loves he, he's heating up. He is heating up. We'll talk about him Monday night. But, yeah, like you said, uh, that's a big game for the Bears if they want to make, make that climb, too, if they're still playing for the playoffs or not. But let's move on to the only team that's currently eliminated from the playoffs. That's the 1-11 Carolina Panthers, led by the rookie sensation Bryce Young, traveling to the Dome, to New Orleans, to face potentially what it looks like Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Luke, the Saints are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, and uh, I think this is the the game James proves to everybody in New Orleans that they're not using them right. They're not using them right down in New Orleans. Let, let the boy play them. right down there. Yeah, it's not they're using uh, them right. They're not using them at all. <laughs> so I, I see a, a a game that is Taysom Hill heavy too, like it was last week. I mean, I think Taysom Hill had half the snaps at quarterback, and Derek Carr had the other half, pretty much until James Winston came in. So I think it's gonna be Taysom. He- Taysom Hill heavy offense alongside Jameis Winston. Uh, Panthers, yeah, they're they're pretty much done this season. I think they're going to go out there and compete, keep it somewhat close, but I got the Saints winning this game uh, 24-17. Saints play yeah, this, this week. Yeah, I expect Jameis Winston and a lot of Taysom Hill, like you said. I think they're going to use him pretty heavily just to keep Jameis honest, make sure that he's not trying to force it all on himself. And every time Taysom Hill's on the field, it just seems like it works. Um, let him run the ball. Let him catch the ball. Let him go out there and play tight end if he has to with Jameis. I think Alave will benefit with Jameis Winston because, you know, Jameis does not give a shit. He'll fucking throw it anywhere. He just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't hey, see the whole defense. A lot, lot of deep balls come in this game. Yeah, he does, not see, deep ball. he does not see the defenders. He <laughs> sees just receivers, tight ends, and running backs running down the field. I don't think he sees his fucking line blocking. I think he sees literally <laughs> the four or five skill position players that's on the field with him. It's like he's running seven on seven, but I don't like the Panthers. We we all know that the Panthers suck. I have them losing out. I have them finishing one in fifteen. 
So give me the Saints 24 to 16. Yeah, like I said, I think Jameis is going to throw 400 yards, four touchdowns, probably five picks. Um, I I truthfully don't see a lot of Taysom Hill because I mean, we don't have we don't have another backup. I mean, we have our emergency third string, but other than that, Derek Carr's out, so no one else out there can throw the ball. So I don't I don't know if we're going to see a lot of Taysom. I'm sure we're going to see a little bit, but I mean, Saints 27, Panthers 17. Nothing else. Yeah, fuck Pete Carmichael. <laughs> fuck Dennis Allen. He's gonna, yeah, Saints are, he's he's trying to survive, try to keep his job for another year. No fuck. You know, no. If you guys if you guys don't fucking fire that dude and draft fucking Jane Daniels, Luke's high. I'm, Luke I'm wants the Saints I'm, to pick him. Why? I'm, yeah, I'm, why worried, not? I'm worried. I'm worried that if he wins the Heisman, he might. That's why I want the Saints to fucking bust right now. I think we're at like the twelfth pick. So yeah, right now you're around. Yeah, you're around. Keep losing cool. these games. I just don't think it starts here. I think you guys win this game. No, it won't, probably won't start until next week. Or just trade up and get them. Yeah, oh, you could trade up. Picks. Fuck the rest saw, of the picks. I saw the projected the projected schedule for next year. It's looking like a two and fucking fifteen year right there. It's, it's two and fucking whatever. Yeah, I haven't even looked at next year's. I haven't looked at all to be honest. For twenty twenty five, like how we're yeah. with like how we're projected right now. I think we have like San Fran, Kansas City. We have a lot oh. of tough games. And, that ain't good for the Falcons either. That and, means we got to play, play those teams. NFC South had an easy year, and then they're fucking screwing the pooch on it. And we blew it. And now, yeah. now <laughs> we're going to get the easy season. <laughs> get fucked well, next year, too. Moving on my to draft... a team. Oh, sorry. Go, go, go ahead, Chris. No, no. I'm sorry. no, 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 no. I was going to say we might say? fucking draft Sanders next year. Fuck it. Wait it out. Could, yeah, wait for him, and then you'll get, and then you'll fire Dennis Allen. That's the year you fire, him, and then you'll get Dion as your coach. Dion's not coming in the NFL. He's coming. He would like it in New Orleans. He's got good food there. If you, if no, you draft, he, uh, if you draft his son, he's coming. He's coming. Dion. He's coming. Dion doesn't. Dion doesn't have Dion's the coming. control over the players in the NFL like he does college. You never know. They they might give it to him. They might give him the GM spot slash coaching spot. You never know. They might fucking let go of your boy, your Man. GM too. I hope not. But I mean, smart with mo- his money. <laughs> he is smart. Well, I would say smart. That's why you don't get a lot of free agency moves because you're still trying to fucking clear all that cap. So I don't want to say he's smart. <laughs> yeah, a lot of clear this year too. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. I think I think Michael Michael Thomas is done with the Saints. I, yeah, I, probably. Is, I don't remember the last good, time he played a full season. He had some good he had games. Good, he had a good year starting off. Yeah, now look at him. He had a good September. He's, fucking, he's roasting the Saints now on social media. He's roasting. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's roasting Derek Carr on social media. Okay. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not the Saints. <laughs> Let's move on to a team that we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. If it's going to be Jaron Hall, if it's going to be Mullins, if it's going to be Josh Dobbs, the astronaut. But they're traveling to Las Vegas, and they're facing Aiden O'Connell. The Vikings are three-point favorites on the road, so Vegas knows something that we don't know, apparently. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, this toss-up game right here. Raiders seem to play pretty well at home. Not great. Uh, Vikings, yeah, like you said, we don't know really the quarterback situation. Easy. Easy on the mic. Right <laughs> Drop my phone. <laughs> 
I was, trying, <laughs> I was gonna look up something about JJ if he was gonna be available or not. I think he is. Who's he said that he was coming in after the bye. If JJ was gonna yeah, be available. Yeah, he might be available. I I think it's gonna be kind of a shitty game. Um, I'm gonna go Vikings just because they they probably want the game more than the Raiders at this point. So I'm gonna go Vikings twenty to Raiders seventeen. Yeah, like we were saying, potential JJ game back. I know Chris needs him for Dynasty uh, for this week. Chris is kind of in a must-win if I lose. So um, yeah, Chris needs JJ. Yeah, yeah, Luke, you don't really well, need him well, this well, week. You're... Yeah, I had a couple of weeks. I can wait on him. Yep, you can wait on him. And um, I, I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's Hall. don't care if it's Mullins. And I don't care if it's Dobbs. I think the Vikings are just a better team. Whatever quarterback they're going to throw out there, I said JJ's going to be back, hopefully, with Jordan Addison. And that means he's paired up with Hawkinson as well. We'll see what Madison can do. And Chandler, their backup running back. Give me the Vikings. Why not? This defense looks good under uh, Brian or uh, Flores. And I'm going to go Vikings 24-20. Just why not? Yeah, I trust Brian Flores' defense way more than anything a part of the fucking Raiders franchise. That even goes for Mark Davis. Um, besides for Mark <laughs> Davis' Mark Davis. girl. Yeah, the other Mark Davis. Besides for his wife or girlfriend. Don't know how the fuck he pulled that. Oh, well, we know how money, he pulled money, that. We money, know how he talks. pulled that. <laughs> I have Vikings 23, Raiders 17. I'm just glad that my dad is the owner of the Raiders. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, I'm that's my dad out there. I just choose not to be a Raiders fan because fuck the Raiders. I'm wearing this. I'm wearing the black, the black and white for the Falcons, the old throwback. I ain't wearing that black and silver for the Raiders. Fuck that. But Let's move on to a Thanksgiving rematch, and this time it's Seattle at San Francisco. So Geno versus Purdy, right now the MVP favorite, according to Vegas. The 49ers are 10.5-point favorites in the Bay at home. Uh, Yeah, I think 49ers win this game. I, I don't trust Geno at all. Yeah, he, he shows flashes where he's good, but he's also got a lot of flashes where he's bad. And Seahawks defense is pretty, pretty suspect, so I'm going to go Niners – uh, 34 Seahawks, 24. Well, you have them covering the spread though. You have enough for the, the yeah. Seahawks to cover. So, Oh shit. They're a 10 and a half point favorite. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just on the other side of that coin. Luke, I, I have the Niners winning by 11 here. I, I, we saw what they did in S- Seattle. The defense got to Gino and I expect Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Jordan Hargrave, you know, Fred Warner, the boys to get to fucking Gino Smith calls his offense problems. I get it. DK had a great game against Bland out there, uh, out there on the outside. But this 49ers defense is not – I get the Cowboys defense is pretty good, but they're not – they're not as good as the 49ers. And the 49ers looked good guarding A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith most of the game last week against the Eagles, and I think they keep it up. I think the Niners come in here. They win this game at home, 31-20, potentially will be the one seed after this week. It will visit that Sunday night game, but – Right now, I have the Niners moving to 10-3. and three. said, give me 31-20, Niners. Yeah, I mean, Niners coming off a huge double-digit win against the Eagles. I think this is going to be a huge game for Christian McCaffrey, kind of bolster his little MVP case. I think after this game, the Seahawks are going to be thinking about drafting a quarterback because Geno ain't it. So Penix. I have... I got a right? Penix. Right? Hometown he's, boy. He, he's Hometown already there. Boy. Makes sense. Look, love these hometown makes, boys. These hometown boys get these quarterbacks. Yeah, it makes too much sense. I, like Kenny Pickett over the Steelers makes too much sense. <laughs> Overdraft him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I have 49ers, 34-17. All right, I'm going to let I'll let Arthur Smith know to wait for Carson back then. We'll get back in a couple years when he's draft eligible. Or the Georgia Tech quarterback. Technically, GT's in Atlanta, so let's go get that that quarterback, whoever it is. <laughs> but, exactly. all right, this is potentially my upset of the week. The Buffalo Bills are in playoff mode now. They are in win now for the rest of the year mode. They're traveling to Kansas City, a team that they somehow – they have decent uh, history against them. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They are coming off that Sunday night loss, 29-17. Luke, who you got? Yeah, Mark, I'm riding with you. I think this is uh, the upset of the week. I think the Bills offense is going to come out pretty fired up. I think they're they're coming off a bye, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So coming off the bye, Kansas City just had that pretty bad loss last week against the uh, the Packers and oh, Lambeau Field. I think they're going to come off a little hungover still from that loss, and I think the Bills are going to come fired up. They're in the no, I mean, these, these are pretty much must-wins games for the Bills if they want to make the playoff push at this point in the AFC. The AFC uh, playoff race is pretty tight. So I'm going to go Bills in a shootout, uh, 34-31. Like you said, Luke, this is a must-win game for the Bills. Every game for these last five games are must-wins. And like I said, Josh Allen, yeah, he's had, a, he's had an AFC championship game in 2020 where they, they didn't really come close against the Chiefs that game. But then we saw what they did in 2021 in that playoff game that, you know, he got them the lead in thir- with 13 seconds left. The defense choked it up. He went into Kansas City last year and beat them when they were like that September, October Super Bowl already crowned champions. Um, but I like the Bills. I, I still, I'm still a believer in Josh Allen. I know he hasn't played a great football all year. He played great football against the Eagles before this bye week. People forget that. Yeah, he had the one interception, but that was great coverage. That was a great timed you know, jump for the the corner there from James Bradbury. And I get it, the Chiefs are playing good defense. They probably arguably had their worst defensive game last week against the Packers. And I think they'll play a little better. Maybe they'll cause some confusion with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. But I don't like what I'm seeing from the Chiefs offense here, unless somehow Tyreek Kill or maybe even like just get Juju back for a couple games. I get he's not the best receiver, but he did look somewhat manageable against uh, or Patrick last year. Feel bad for Mahomes. But I'm going Bills, 27-24, walk-off field goal by Tyler Bass. Yeah, I just don't I just don't see Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid losing one after a tough loss in Green Bay of the Chiefs 30 to 23. I just don't see them losing back-to-back games. In December, too. Exactly. At Arrowhead. <laughs> well, the first one was at the first one was at Lambeau, but yeah. I, I don't know. The whole the whole Taylor Swift experiment, that's over. It's so done. They didn't look great. Hey, she she will probably be at this game too, though. She definitely will be. I wonder if Josh Allen bring old uh, Haley out there, show up, uh, try and show up Patrick Mahomes with Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. I don't think she's came to any of his games. Simone Biles that was at the Packers game. Oh. Oh, she's married to that dude. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't give her any spotlight. Oh, they yeah, did. They showed her. Yeah, they yeah, did. They showed her kissing. They showed her kissing yeah. Owens. Yeah. Okay. I I, I swore I saw her more during the game than I saw Taylor Swift. I don't really remember seeing Taylor Swift during I, pregame. I saw her, like they were showing yeah. her. The whole experiment's worn off. But I mean, and why isn't Simone? Why didn't she change her last name to Owens yet? That's what I'm. I keep wondering this. Why isn't Simone she's a goat? Owen? Goddess. Goddess. Sorry. Yeah, goddess. Yeah. <laughs> Go this. 
Well, it's like with a lot of celebrities, they don't change like they might legally change their name, but their like stage name is like by the main change. name. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's like Taylor Swift, like she's married. No, no, not Taylor Swift. Carrie Underwood, she's married. Oh, I, was about Carrie Underwood. I was gonna say, I've never seen Taylor in uh, uh, Kelsey get no, married. Like, no, it's like Carrie Underwood. Like she, she Adam married the, the hockey, the hockey player, but she, her stage name is different than her actual name. Hockey player probably changed his last name to her name. I changed I my last name. I don't know. You oh, said what he looks like? That'd be a stay-home dad, too. Stay-home husband. I'd clean oh, out every fucking day. He, he, I think he retired. He used to play for the Panthers. Or the I, make sure, I make sure I'm on my couch in front of the TV <laughs> every single time, right before, like, around 8.15, making sure I can watch Carrie sing her little beautiful song because <laughs> I love her. I love her a lot. That's my that's my Taylor Swift. That's my Taylor Swift. I'll I'd do what Travis Kelsey's doing. I I'd fucking drop everything I'm doing. I'd go to Europe for or Argentina, <laughs> wherever the fuck they were at. <laughs> but let's move on. Carrie, I hope you're listening. I love you. Let's move on to Denver. Heading to Los Angeles. Probably more Bronco fans there. The Chargers are three point favorites as they host the Broncos, Luke. Um Yeah. Uh Chargers just not not pretty football going on over there. You you think Justin Herbert getting paid so much money, the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now, that you'd see a lot more offense coming out of here and the defense is just so many big names we say every week. And I am not picking the Chargers this week. As much as I'd like to, I think they did better offense, but I think uh Russell Wilson might he might cook for like a quarter or two. I mean he's gonna have his picks too. He's just gonna he's gonna be like subpar Russell Wilson. And he's going to have a couple good drives where he's he's cooking. So I think he's going to go into SoFi. Uh, closer, somewhat close game because I think Harvard's going to play a little bit better than he did last week. So I'm going to go 28-24 Broncos. My bold prediction of the week for week 14 is that Russell Wilson is going to throw for 300-plus yards and lead the Denver Broncos into victory, get to 7-6 and six after a heartbreaking loss to the Texans. I expect Sutton. Expect a little bit of Judy, and I think Javante Williams is going to get involved in the passing game this week. Don't like the ending the Chargers do. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know we're Herbert fans, and we gush over this fucking guy. He's got this raw ability. I've been saying all year, this guy's not fucking clutch. I get it. They won 6-0. to zero. Fucking congratulations, dude. You guys got two field goals. That's, that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing from one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He's not clutch in the game-winning moments when he needs to be. He can coast a team, and he can put up big numbers, but when it's time for him to make a play, I'm sorry, I'm not a huge fan of that. That moment, I'm not a huge fan of his moments there. He's a great, great player, great athlete. But I'm going to pick Russell Wilson over Justin Herbert. I think he outperforms Herbert this week. Give me the Broncos 24-21. to Yeah, be on the lookout for Harbs coming in. Yeah, I mean, besides for fucking Keenan Allen, I mean, he's throwing to fucking Quinn Johnson, so – some big, some big third down <laughs> drops. So I mean, that's definitely not helping Herbert at all. He didn't look. But, he didn't look amazing when he, when Mike Williams was there. Neither he had the, the forget the Dolphins game. He fucked that up. He's had game winning drives. No, I know, I, I know, I know. He he had the game winning drive moment against the Ravens and fucked it up. Yep, our, our defense too. So, our defense just ate him up. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is another. This is another upset of the week for me. I think the defense for the Broncos didn't play like they did when they went on that five-win streak against Houston. They did tighten up towards the end. Russell looked back to 
not being Mr. Unlimited, but I think this is against a weak a weak defense. I think he's going to bring home bring home the win. So I have um, Broncos twenty three twenty. I think it's going to be a close game, but like you said, Mark Herbert can't clutch up. No, can't. Maybe with a better maybe with a better coach, he'll have the momentum. Maybe like or the 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 confidence. What I'm, what I'm trying to say. So maybe Harbaugh comes. Heard some rumors that uh that uh, Herbert's Harbaugh's favorite uh, young QB in the league right now. I wonder if he said that if every job was available. Like, you think he would say that if every single uh, coaching? Uh, no, you try. You got to kind of. There's, there's a lot of coaching options available. Yeah, yeah, but like, right. let's say all 32 teams are there. Do you think he's now think, saying that Justin Herbert's his favorite young quarterback, or he's going to say, oh, "I like this guy a little better"? Could be, it could be just as simple as a coaching change and fix Herbert. It could I, be, but out of the the coaching vacancies that are probably coming up, I think they have the best quarterback situation. Oh, I agree there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on to two teams that have their quarterbacks for the future. It looks like, and that's the NFC East Sunday Night Showdown. Battle for first place right at the moment. That's the Philadelphia Eagles coming off that gut-wrenching loss to the San Francisco 49ers where they got blown out in the link. They're traveling to Dallas to AT&T Stadium to face potentially the MVP of the league, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, I'm riding with Dallas in this game. Dallas at home, AT&T Stadium. They, they just play better there. They're going to get that win over a uh, winning team this season. I think what they're they they have won against the Seahawks, but now the Seahawks fell under after the Seahawks they beat the Seahawks. Still counts under winning, but they they don't have currently they yeah. don't have a win against a winning yeah. team. But I think they get that first one this week. They're going to beat the Eagles in a massive game. I'm going 34-31. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. It just shows the stats show they play better at home. They play better on the turf than through natural grass. And you know what? Cowboys, you know, AT&T Stadium, they play on turf. And Dak Prescott, you know what? He's playing better football than Jalen Hurts. I get Jalen Hurts is doing all the little things with the comebacks for the most of the year, and I get it. But Dak Prescott is a man on a mission. I, I think he will be the second Cowboys MVP ever after Ivan Smith was the first one. And I think this is a big game for the Cowboys. I think Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith, they're going to have a good game. Don't get me wrong. They have a good offense still. Maybe we'll see if DeAndre Swift can get back in action. He's kind of been a little rusty the last couple weeks. And potentially Dallas Goddard will be available too. That's a name to look out for. That's a big return for the the Eagles if they get that tight end back. But you know what? Jake Ferguson's balling. Tony Pollard's playing a little better. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Cooks has gotten available are uh, more involved, and C.D. Lamb is playing great, inspired football. Give me the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? 34-27, get first place in the NFC East. Yeah, Dallas is perfect at home right now. I mean, they should have beat the fucking Eagles in week, what was it, 9 or 10? I mean, you had had Dak. uh, There was a couple close close ones. So I have have Cowboys here, um, 31-28. I think it's still going to be a close game, but, I mean, I think the 49ers pretty much – gave the Cowboys the game plan on how to dominate the Eagles. Yeah, we'll see. That's all eyes will be on that game for sure. There's no question about whether this game should be flexed. We know this is the Sunday night game. It's perfect for this week. Finally, a really good primetime game. Yeah. There, 
somehow the Packers and Chiefs were pretty good, and so was the Jaguars and Bengals. On paper, it wasn't, but <laughs> actually watching it was actually a good game. Yeah, overtime. Oh, all primetime games this past week were actually good for the NFL on somehow. But let's move on. We have two Monday night games playing at the same time. It's not like the other weeks where you had one that started at an hour earlier, 7.15 Eastern, and then the other one, 8.15. But both these games go at the same time. Let's do the first one. The Green Bay Packers, 6-6, six and six, riding a three-game winning streak, traveling to MetLife to face the New York Giants. Luke, the Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, Packers get a win number four in a row against the Giants. Uh, I think the DeVito train is over at this point. Yeah, they got a couple of wins with old, old Danny Danny DeVito, the, the Italian mafia family coming out over there. But I think Jordan loves it. He's hot right now. He's playing good football. Uh, he's being pretty careful with the football, not taking any risky plays, but still pushing the ball down the field. Packers defense looks pretty decent so far. Uh, they've been getting better as the season's been going. So I'm going to go Packers uh, 24-20. Yeah, like you, Luke, I think it's I think the Packers win, but I don't think they cover the spread. I, I do like when I'm seeing Jordan Love, and I'll be the first to admit I was wrong about the Packers this year. I said they were going to probably get five or six wins, and they're already at six. And they're playing good football right now, you know, towards the end of the season, which is what they need to do to have confidence to get into this, this playoffs potentially and make a case. They are right now, I believe, in the playoffs at six and six for the NFC as a wild card. So it's a good game for them to get the seven and six. The giants are a mess. Just like the other New York team, those so-called New York team, the jets. And like you said, Luke, he's playing good ball. The defense is playing good. We'll see if Alexander is going to be back, but AJ Dillon's playing good. Dobbs and Watson all playing good football. Give me the Packers 23 to 17. Yeah, Jordan Love's playing great football right now. The defense, like Luke said, stepping up. I mean, had a great game against Patrick Mahomes uh, last night. Two nights Sunday last night. night. Yeah, Sunday two night, nights. two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've Green Bay here. I think the Giants are going to rely heavily on Saquon. And I don't think he's going to be able to carry him to victory here. I have 24-14. What an exciting Monday night game, though. That's that's a that's gonna be a thriller. Well, good thing we have another one lined up. Right? Oh, and another thriller. Yeah, Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans traveling to Miami South Beach to face the Miami Dolphins, who are thirteen point favorites at home. Who you got, Luke? Yeah, I, I don't think they. I think thirteen is kind of a lot of points, especially for an NFL game. I think the Titans are a little more of a feistier team than they're getting credit for. But Miami's going to run away this game pretty pretty easily. I think the Titans come back, keep it close near the end. Uh, as as we've seen a lot of games in the NFL come this year, uh, a lot of teams come get get back in games late. So I'm going to go Dolphins 28-21. Now, unlike you, Luke, I think the spread's spot on. Uh, the Dolphins, I feel like no one gets more of these high point spreads than the Miami Dolphins, and it seems more than not they cover it. They they run away with these games. Their offense is too electric, especially against teams that are dog shit. And I get the Titans play feisty defense. I get it. But their offense is going to put this put their defense in bad situations, maybe some turnovers, some short fields, you know, for the Dolphins to work. Too much Tyree Kill, too much Jalen Waddle, too much A-Chain, too much Mostert, too much Tua. I'm got the Dolphins 31-16. Hey, Tyree Hill's chasing that uh, 2,000 yards still. Still in it. Yes, he is. 
Yeah, I think Dolphins' offense is going to be way too much for the tight ends. I really hope to see Well Levis fucking yell at D-Hop again on the sideline. I have Dolphins 38-14. Wow, what a thriller for Monday night. Could have had Bills Chiefs when you're making the schedule. I mean, God, you could have had – I'll be honest, I'd rather watch Falcons-Bucks Monday night than, <laughs> than those two games. At least it's a division rival game. But <sighs> – Great show, boys. Great show. Probably won't be on for the foreseeable future. Um, probably last show for a couple weeks. Probably be out all next week, potentially running into the week after. I am doing my move to South Carolina. Thank you for and your I'm going yeah. to try and bring my computer to uh, Florida with me and then get set up at where I'm staying at for a couple weeks. Maybe we'll do some football talk there. Get some bowl shows out in there, and I'll talk some of the college bowls. Luke and me might be going to a college bowl game. You never know. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Have to take some we'll clips there at the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I haven't decided if I'm going to go home that early or not yet. I don't know if I want to take an extra, extra couple days to leave to go to that game or just watch it on TV yet. Well, fuck it. Take it. I mean, or just your take local area. Right? Just go. Huh? What's your local take area? Call the league. I mean, my local area. Yeah, d- wait, don't don't you just fly home sometimes and fly back without on leave? Just just do that. Yeah, not on a work day. <laughs> it's Friday night. It's Friday night. Just just take a half day. It's like, yeah, I, I think the game starts at like 6 o'clock. Is it 6 or no 9? Morning. I thought it was. Just fly into Tampa. Yeah, you yeah, go fly to Tampa. I'll pick your ass up. Yeah, I'm flying into Tampa this weekend. Exactly. Flying into Tampa that weekend. Yeah, fly. That yeah, Friday there you night. go. I wish it was that easy. They play at 6.30, 6.30. Yeah. So I had to take the whole day off because it's a two-hour flight. Just take, just leave at noon. You leave, you, you leave at four o'clock. You catch a four o'clock flight, two-hour flight. You get there at six. Mark picks you up. pick your ass up. Y'all haul ass to the, yeah. Just bring a backpack. Don't even check your bag. We might miss the first, like, portion of the, of the, or no, just leave at the airport. We'll swing by and pick it up at the fucking the oh, airline. Yeah, <laughs> at the lost and found. Yeah, they lost and found. Say, hey, that's uh, <laughs> a great idea. No, oh, no, that's what they do. They they put it they put it aside. Yeah, no, that's just how, that's how it gets lost and never found. No, you drop a Apple AirTag in it, then you can track that bitch. We'll see. I gotta think about it. I gotta, and then we'll, we'll, days. Hey, and if someone takes your bag, we'll be on a mission. We'll fucking drive that fucker's house and we'll get it. Exactly. <laughs> But no, unfortunately, just we we saw it coming. I have to make this move. Time to get back to the East Coast. It'll make things easier for us as well with the show. So we'll be in, we'll be in contact. We'll still do our little picks. We'll still keep it updated, even though we'll be on the side under the table. But just, we'll just really throw our picks up on the on like the, our social medias. Just Thanks, throw, throw pictures of them out there or something. Yeah, yeah, with your fucking handwriting. Yeah, just write it out. Good handwriting, dude. Look at this. That's no, good. That's, just, just fucking I'm take, glad like, that picture is so fucking blurry. <laughs> I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so glad it's blurry. I, I, know I don't know if it. it. Yeah, I don't know if it's just that bad or if it's still. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There that's we go. Nice. It's yeah. Only fucking scratched out and everything too. Perfect. Yeah, because my I, I'm very like particular the way I write things. Like so, if I can't see, like if the A doesn't have that opening in the A. It's kind of fucking small. I fuck across that bitch out and rewrite it. I got doctor handwriting, like, dude. 
No, you look like you have that fucking Cam Newton language. How he has his own little fucking uh, alphabet. Yeah. But, no, it's going to be great. We'll keep it updated. Uh, like I said, boys, good luck for, for fantasy purposes for the playoffs. Luke, you're the one seed. It's confirmed for the redraft. Chris, you're fighting for your life in Dynasty. So Hey, redraft, luck. I'm confirmed for the second seed, too. You are confirmed for the second seed. I'm glad I had collusion for you boys. Hopefully, I'm glad I rigged it this year. Yeah. It ain't rigged this year when you two are doing good, huh? But it's been rigged yeah. every other year. So <laughs> you, you you let me win redraft and I'll let you uh win dynasty last week. Oh no, I didn't you didn't let me win dynasty. I, I am I'm building I, I a squad over a little there. fight. I, I think that was my highest scoring week this week. I had no <laughs> sweat. On a buy. Yeah, yeah. That was your highest yours your highest. I still won by like thirty or forty points. With Christian Kirk, who got hurt the first play, and I actually fucked up play T Perry. So he got me four points. It's good for him. You're a little nervous. I was a little nervous when I saw I had A.T. Perry in, but <laughs> no, I, I like my squad. I think I'm doing good. Like I said, when Kirk and Andrews are back, I'm going to have two players on the bench that I, I could start with on any other team. So I'm building a squad. I'm, I'm liking it. Squad. Draft picks. I'm going to probably package some of these picks up, maybe a receiver to get a running back or a quarterback and keep building. Keep building. running the league. But boys, if we don't talk before Christmas, have a good Christmas. Have a good New Year's. Doc, shout out to you. Hopefully everything's going good at home. That's Luke Rule. That's Chris Gemeinhardt. I'm Mark Davis. This is All About the Balls Podcast. We are out and Merry Christmas. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls Podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.